Find the perfect pet bed with Silent Night. Legs stretched out like Superman or curled up like a donut. However they like to sleep, Silent Night's pet bed range offers a perfect solution. Dogs sleep 12 to 14 hours a day, so it's good to know Silent Night's pet beds are lovingly made with the same high quality as their human products. So your four-legged friends can enjoy their sleep as much as we do. Head to sleepypeople.com to pick up yours today with an exclusive discount of 10% using discount code OMD10. Valid until the 29th of August. Hello and welcome to Oh My Dog with me, Jack D. And me, Sean Walsh. This is our weekly podcast where we reveal the most intimate, ridiculous details of our relationship with our beloved dogs. I have the delightful, spirited Mildred Barrett, who is a cockapoo. My streetwise best friend is Dolly, the long-haired chihuahua whom we rescued. Uh, This podcast sets out to answer the all-important questions like, how do you greet your dog? Uh, Do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Does your dog sleep in your bed? And so on. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our chats with our equally dog-obsessed guests who roll over and tell all. You are very much part of this podcast too, and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com. And find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout and follow us on social media too. Hello, this episode of Oh My Dog is brought to you by Silent Night Pet Beds. Yes, very exciting. Yeah, got uh, got a sponsor for the show. Look at us. Yeah, nice to have a sponsor when it's not related to being on a 12-step program, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It does. It feels very. Uh, it feels sort of very grown up. It's very nice. We have all these correspondents who who listen and write in and send in their yes. voice notes. But also, uh, there's a company out there. Who thought, okay, let's connect our names with the podcast. I mean, I love dogs as much as the next dog owner, but mm. I'm here for the money. Of course, we know. That. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I want a pool. I want a jacuzzi. I, you know, I think the important thing is, you know, that we're doing it with integrity. And exactly. It's not like we're just sort of kind of weaving in some cheesy advert to make it work no. for them, you know. But, Absolutely uh, not. Yeah. Anyway, how are you, Jack? Uh, really well, thanks. Yeah, I've had um, quite an interesting week because um, Dolly was very disturbed Oh. Uh, for two or three nights and we didn't know what was going on. Okay. I've told you before on this podcast, actually, she has this habit of sometimes she'll wake you in the middle of the night and just suddenly bark. Oh, yes, and, a, and scare the life out of you. And scare the life out of you. But this, was, this happened on uh, the Monday night after the storm. We had a storm on the Monday night and, uh, and I thought maybe she's upset by the storm. But actually, she... I don't you know, remember the storm. Yeah, there was a storm. Well, it, it, you know, that's fine. People don't remember lots of stuff on this podcast. Don't <laughs> <laughs> but um, so she was upset and I thought oh, I took her out in the middle of the night and it calmed oh. down by then. And I thought maybe that'll do it. And she was still pretty upset. And then all during the day, she wasn't herself. She wasn't eating. And uh, and I said to Jane, she's I don't know what it is, but she's upset about something. Maybe it's the, the, the humidity of the weather or something. And she'd like do this thing of stand in the middle of the room, like as if something was wrong. And then on Tuesday night, she was all, all freaked out again. And, you know, we had several oh. incidents where she'd wake us up, right? So Wednesday morning, I was pretty tired because we'd had a bad night's sleep because we'd been woken up a few times. Wednesday morning, I went downstairs to the kitchen to make tea. And our kitchen is connected with our sitting room. Yes. Sort of open plan thing. 
And uh, I heard this kind of scrummaging, rummaging around behind the curtains. And uh, oh, no. I mean, quite something being knocked off. I thought, what's going on here? Is, is there a fox in the house? It sounded like a big animal in the house, right? Oh, no. And um, it was a cat. It was this big. What? It was a cat, what? a big grey cat, right? And um, so I thought I'll try and sort of chaperone it out through the back windows of the house. And anyway, this cat shot past me and went running into the house itself. So I said to Jane, just close the bedroom door because there's a cat in the house. And she, Jane was not happy about this because uh, it's the kind of thing that really would throw her. Yeah, I, I mean, that would throw me. Yeah, I mean, a cat you don't know. But I realised that there'd been a WhatsApp in our street about, oh, our cat's gone missing, you know. And you know what it's like when the cat goes missing and uh, can you check your shed and, you know, yada, yada. And I... And, uh, yada, and, yada. Uh, I did. I someone's, cat, someone's cat's <laughs> missing. Their cat they love. They've spent years with it. They, they're afraid it's gone forever. Yada, yada. Uh, no, that came across <laughs> as uncaring. I, 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 I instantly put two and two together and thought, this is the cat that was on the WhatsApp, right? So I said to Jane... Get hold of the people who, whose cat it is and just let them know it's obviously in our house somewhere. So about 10 minutes later, they come round, the mum and their daughter. And, you know, I'm really pleased because I felt, you know, I found their cat for them and the daughter yes. had been really upset. And so they were, they came around with a little cat holding thing. And of course, by now we couldn't find the cat in our house. So, uh, and we thought he'd gone down to the basement and he'd gone up to, we were on four or five floors in our house. So, we went and went all the way through the house, couldn't find where it was. Or eventually, we find the cat and it's down. The second time we look in the basement, it was there. And it was quite sweet because you could hear it being put into the into the cage. And so this day, take the, the cat away. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And obviously, what had happened, it had gone missing on the night of the storm, right? So... The cat had come into our house without us knowing, obviously, and had been there for 48 hours in our house. And the only person who knew about it was Dolly. Dolly was the one who said, something's not right. There's a cat in the house and I'm not going to be able to relax till you get rid of it. You know, even during the day, she'd be standing in the middle of the room going, Oh my God. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So she knew, she knew something was wrong. Well, surely she would have known it was a... A cat? Yeah, she would have known it was a cat, something was wrong, I don't know. Maybe she thought you've bought a cat and you think you can introduce it in this weird way without, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm not I'm not putting up with it because I know what cats are like, I don't like them, you know, they're scratching the face and they're just yeah. not, you know, they're not good, you know. Wind you up, no, they're not yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> so Dolly was the only one who had sensed that, that there was a cat in the house and something's wrong, but of course she wasn't able to actually express that in words to us. But anyway, just as a as a little sort of coda to the story, when we we were out walking Dolly that day on on the day that we'd found a cat, <laughs> I go past a lamppost near us, and there was a picture of the cat that I'd rescued and found. Oh, they're not taking it down. No, it was still up there. It was still up. Yeah. It was in fairness, it was only a couple of hours later. Okay, um, it was a picture of the cat, and then uh, at the bottom of the poster, I couldn't help but notice it said reward. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know I'm just saying it's been a few days now and I'm, I'm too big of a person to go around and say uh, look it does say on the poster <laughs> but it's because uh, uh, I think you've got if I, to no you've I can't to go I'm not to, no you got, no you know, just open the door and don't even say anything <laughs> just hold it up 
<laughs> yeah. Can we uh, can we talk about this, please? Because, <laughs> uh, but but the you know the moral of the story is you know negotiate if you find a cat. Yes. Before yes. you hand it over. <laughs> Ransom. Withheld number. I know. Got your cat. <laughs> did it specify what the reward was? Well, it didn't. No, it didn't. And so, obviously, that's cheeky. Obviously, that's for, very cheeky. No, well, you you know, for me, the reward really was was knowing that I'd done a, a great thing. Oh, of someone, course it was. It, of course it was. Yeah, but had, had had there also been some cash involved, <laughs> you know, or a bottle of wine? I don't, you know, we'd be fine. But. uh I'm just saying it was, you know, it did say reward and and and, uh, and none was forthcoming. That made me think that they think that I was holding on to the cat for some perverse reason, you know, because they'd think, well, how would you have the cat in your house for two days without even knowing you've got a cat in your house? So they've probably now talking about it. There's probably a new WhatsApp group that we're not part of <laughs> saying, by the way, you know, Jack D, watch out for him because he's weird. He had our cat for two days without even telling us. And we were upset we'd lost her. He likes to borrow cats. Yeah, he's he's odd, you know. And I'm not. I didn't know the damn thing was in the house. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, but how clever is Dolly for knowing? Well, Dolly's tiny. Yeah. What what would have happened if Dolly had found the cat? What was the, can you remember the cat's name? I can't remember the cat's name now. No, but anyway, I don't know what she would have done, Dolly. I don't know what she would have done. I think she would have, uh, she would have barked at, well, she's clearly, she was barking a lot anyway. Yeah. Which is very unlike her. And she oh was just God. basically saying that something isn't right and I'm not happy about it. And I, and I, you know, I was worried that she is thinking that we genuinely had gone and bought a cat and thought that that was a clever way to introduce the cat to the household <laughs> or whatever was going through her mind. But she was really, really had her nose put out, you know, by the whole episode. Yeah. I think the subtext of this story is just uh, my house is so big that even when <laughs> there's a cat in it, we don't know for three days. <laughs> That's what happens, everyone, when you do stand-up in the 90s. Yes. <laughs> Oh, no, honestly, no, look, a a cat can hide, you know, cats are good at hiding, that's what they do, isn't it? They're disguised, you know, and they're obviously not, they're not cats now developing fur that resembles furniture, but, but, but they're clever, they're clever at just hiding and keeping quiet, but the smell of the cat will have bothered Dolly, you see. Yeah. And it, so do you think the cat? Sorry, I just, and, and, and we'll we'll move on, and we'll talk to our wonderful guest today. But did the cat then go without food, or do you think the cat got some of your food, or do you think the cat? How how did the cat get in? You don't have a cat flat. Well, my, we've got no, we've got a, a big French door at the back of the house, as you know. Of course, but it's, but yeah. it's and it's been lovely weather. If it was left open in lovely weather, yeah. and then it just wanders in. But I wondered if it it got freaked out by the storm, ran inside, then and then got locked in because we closed the door yeah. and that was the end of that. So, and so then the cat was thinking, well, now what do I do? And didn't have an opportunity to get out of the house. And was hiding from you. So the cat would have been perhaps scared. Well, scared well, of Dolly. Well, or just scared of the situation. Yeah. Yes. Actually, the cat would have had access to food on the floor uh, with, with not food that I throw on the floor. It's obviously Dolly's bowl, I think, might have been left overnight or something. Yeah. And certainly she's got water there. So she would have been, she would not oh. have been in, you know, in any distress in that respect, which is a good thing. I'd love if there was that CCTV footage of the cat having a bath, really enjoying the <laughs> place. In. 
I yeah. know, yeah. Just uh, really chilling out, looking in the cupboards. <laughs> what have they got here? Uh, it'd be interesting to hear if any other, if any other listeners yes. have had experience of cats or dogs coming into their house, because that's dogs don't yes. do that. But, but cats are known for it, aren't they? They'll, you know, yes. you think they love you, but then you find out they've actually been going down to Mrs. Hoggins at number thirty-five, <laughs> and because she gives her nicer food, you know, actually yes. buys sardines for me. So I'm, I'm off there now. And I'd love to I'd love to know as well if you have cats and dogs together. That also interests me, that, that combination. It's an interesting dynamic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I, I've heard of when it can really work and, it, and I don't know what the power structure is, but I, I suspect cats would probably rule it. A cat couldn't tolerate living with an animal that was going to make it feel uncomfortable. So I, yes. I imagine a cat would actually um, have the trump card. Or the dog would simply be so unhappy that you'd have to do something about it. I can tell you it wouldn't work here with Mildred. It would not work with Dolly. She would absolutely hate that. But uh, yeah. There's a cat on top of our shit. Not now, but a cat likes to really wind Mildred up. Yeah. Just sits on top of the the shed whilst Mildred is jumping up and down. I (laughs) had to. I'll tell you this before we get our wonderful guest on and hear voice notes from you, our lovely listeners. But the cat was winding up Mildred so much. Wouldn't move. Mildred's jumping up and down. Get off! Get off the shed! That's my (laughs) shed! Get off the shed! (laughs) But I came out and said to the cat, look, come on, please. Mm. Look, just go. You've had your fun. You're winding (laughs) her up. Can Can you just leave? And she wouldn't. No. So then I, um, don't, before anyone, don't, don't call the RSPCA, I didn't do, do anything, it was, but it was just a... You didn't go and buy a crossbow. No, I didn't buy a crossbow. <laughs> sing, sing, sh- sharpen the knives. Sing. <laughs> I, got, I did get the, the rake. I didn't yeah. hit the cat, but just to be clear, I did not hit the cat. But I, yeah. I had to get the rake and I had to kind of bang the shed. To, okay. and, say, and I said shoe and I shooed the cat mm. away and... And it, it felt like a nice bonding moment where me and Mildred were... Okay, yes. We teamed together. We joined forces to take yeah. on and scare the cat away. Yeah, yeah. And you did it for Mildred, didn't you? Because otherwise you'd have just let him, let the cat sit there all day. Oh, yeah. I'm not a total psychopath. Yeah, no. I'm not coming no, no. out going, get off my shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it was it, for Mildred. <laughs> I wanted her to feel like I had her back. Yeah. Because otherwise I don't mind seeing a cat in the garden. I, you know, I usually know which cat it is and where they belong to. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a. That's nice. It was quite an episode, that was. We're glad the cat's okay. And you've yeah. saved Dolly. Dolly's now back to normal. She's back to normal straight away. She was relaxed and happy and Good. kind of looking at us both saying, look, I told you something is up. Next time, maybe you listen to me. Next time you should. You need yeah. to be there. Qu- you need to react quicker, Jack. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I should say, come on, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this somehow. <laughs> yeah, but then you, exactly. I don't want to spend the rest of my life, you know, hunting every every crook and corner of my house and looking, cro- whatever that expression is. Um, nook and crook? I could, yeah, check the house for cats before I go to bed every night. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that way lies madness, that's for sure. That's the beginning. Yeah. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Velux XE, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Velux XE injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D. 
M-E-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergic to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now we have a we have a lovely voice note from Josie in South Wales. She sent yes. a voice note about her cocker spaniel. Yes, beautiful looking nook and dog. cranny. It was nook and cranny. Nook and cranny. Thank you. Yes. Maybe you are already going mad if I'm correcting you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? A crook and corner, or I don't. Yeah. Nook and <laughs> anyway, nook and cranny. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Hello, Shamai Borada. This is Josie and Betsy, the black and white cocker spaniel, who is the absolute love of my life. We live in South Wales. I'm not from South Wales. I'm from Oxfordshire, really. But I have adopted a slight lilt when it comes to speaking in Welsh to my friends. This is how I speak to my Betsy. Betsy Boo. Betsy Boo. (laughs) Betsy Bonkers. Who is it? Who is it, Betsy? Who is it? Who's at the door? Who's at the door? Who is it? Who is it? I love you. I love you, Betsy Bonkers. Who is it? Who is it? I know. Are you going to say something? Who is it? Who is it? Good girl. Nice to hear your voice as well. Thank you, guys. We love your podcast, your dog cast, as we call it. It's absolutely amazing. And you absolutely 100% brighten up my Mondays because I have to get up at six, take my daughter swimming, and I just can't wait to download and listen to your episode. Oh, thank you, Josie. That was a brilliant, wasn't it? That was lovely. Very sweet. And lovely that you can make the dog bark back to communicate yeah. with your with your Cocker Spaniel. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, it's Betsy, the Cocker Spaniel. There's a picture of it as well, which would probably go up on our... Uh, Instagram. In, Instagram nice. or whatever it is. Yeah, beautiful dog. <laughs> lovely dog. And, uh, and obviously, nice to, uh, nice to hear both of you. Thank you for that, sending that Yeah. Out. And, and you know, it's lovely that we brighten up people's mornings with yeah. uh, Monday mornings and start their week with the. Uh, maybe that would have been a more catchy name, Dogcast. 
I know, I know. It's um, in hindsight. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't, you can't get it all right, can you? But uh, <laughs> as long as people are enjoying the content, that's what yes. really matters, you know. Yeah. Do you ever think you you would have liked to have a different name, personally? Well, my, well, my my name. Yeah. I mean, are you happy being Sean? When I started comedy, I mm. was twenty, mm. and I was worried that people from school or college would find out that I was doing it and come and visit the gigs and heckle. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to, and I don't know why this didn't happen, but my comedy name was going to be Ian Loft. (laughs) Ian Loft. Where did that come from? Why? (laughs) It's it's awful, isn't it? It's terrible. (laughs) That's a terrible name. I know, I know. What made you think, well, how did you get to that? How I, I'll tell you how I got to it. Um, my favourite QPR manager of all time is right. Ian Holloway. Okay. And uh, QPR play at the stadium Loftus Road. Oh, I see. So right. it's like Ian Loft. Ian, and that's how you got there? That's how I, that's how I got there. Oh, that I mean, that's a. It, it sounds like, with all you know, due respect to people who are really called Ian Loft, um, but it does sound that's the kind of name that is. Oh, do you remember Ian Loft at school? Oh yeah, Ian Loft. What's happened to him? Oh, he's uh, he's a he's a he's an undertaker now. He's not. <laughs> no, he never. The, I think the music thing didn't work for him, but he's uh, that's what he's up to now. Ian Loft. Oh. There you go. I'm going to have a hard time forgetting that, I'm afraid. You Don't you dare call me Ian. <laughs> That's, we're nipping that in the bud now. Yeah. Did you have a name you'd rather be called? Well, as my given name, my, my Christian name that my parents called me is James. But from a, quite an early age, I was called oh. Jack at school. So it just came, um, yeah. What do you mean you were called Jack if your name was James? Um, well, what? If you, okay, you want more explanation. Um, yes, <laughs> Does it make hoping, any sense? No, but we had a French teacher who called everyone the French equivalent of their name when I was about eight or nine, yeah? And so Peter would be called Pierre, because so, he was one of his French teachers who liked to speak French, you know, <laughs> bizarrely. And so the nearest to James he got was Jacques then, Jack. So, um, <laughs> so the history of it was from that age. I did call myself, I spelt it in the French way with a Q-U-E-S, Jacques. Oh my as god! In, I wish that as was in Jacques Cousteau. I'm so glad I didn't continue that. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage, Jacadia. <laughs> yeah. So there was a yeah. It's a very kind of pretentious French flourish yeah. to the whole thing originally, and obviously I dropped that, and uh, and that's how it became Jack. Yeah. Well, that's very surprising because I mean maybe it's just because I, I we're used to you being Jack. Yeah, but you look like Jack. Yeah, well, I am. I am Jack. I haven't yeah. changed. You know, it's, it's just because that's a part of my history. And yeah. the uh, the double N at the end of your name is that was that an equity thing? No, was it not? Was it? Have you always been called that with the double N at secondary school? Yeah. When I was about fifteen, my favourite film at the time was kind of life changing. One of those coming of age stories was American Pie. Okay, yes, yeah, a good film. Yeah, my generation. You know, that was we couldn't believe that yeah. there was a film that was talking about the things it was talking about. As a teenager, you're like, oh my God, that's what Mm. we're going through. And uh, my favourite character was Stifler. And Stifler was played by Sean William Scott. And Sean William Scott had two ends. Uh Or has two ends. So I chucked another N on. 
because I wanted to be like Sean William Scott. From that point, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so then when I came into comedy, there was already that second M. Yes, okay. Oh, right, that's, that's, that's where it's from. I thought it was because sometimes, you know, if you if you join equity and yes. there's already someone called Sean Walsh, you have to change it, like put an initial in between. Uh, yes. I, I assume that was it, but it was just because of American Pie. That was it. There you go. There you go. There you go. We're learning so much. Oh, I know. We're just revealing things <laughs> we never thought we would reveal about ourselves. But uh, I, I like the fact that you laughed so heartily at my story, but yours is just as ridiculous. If I'm honest. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, yeah. But Jacques, no, but you're, you, you, you didn't explain. Well, okay, yes, no, you're right. I'll accept that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. It is ridiculous that I've changed my name because of a fictional character in a film <laughs> who was basically famous for, well, I won't say what he was famous for. Well, we're all, we're all, yeah. we're all allowed to reinvent ourselves a bit. I think that's a fair enough thing to do, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think... Uh, Here's a cheesy segue. I think uh, when you come to uh, get a dog in your life, uh, we uh, we find that that's, uh, that's also a portal to a sense of reinvention of our own personalities. Is that Did that work? Well, I loved that. Oh, thank you. Wow. Should we do the introduction? Yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. UK-based Lebanese-American comedian and actress Janine Harouni has written and starred in shows like Buffering and The Emily Atak Show, she was also nominated for Best Newcomer at the Edinburgh Fringe, where she'll return this August. And she has her own special, wow, on Amazon Prime. And she's also, I've seen her, in The Batman. But we don't want to hear about all those amazing achievements. We want to get to know Janine through her dog. Hello, Janine. Thank you very much for joining us from your home in London. Ideal for me to just be sitting at home because I'm, I'll show you, massive at the minute. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> you are. So when's your due date? Uh, September. September. Is this your first one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, well, I have my exciting. dog son. He's my yeah, furborn. Exactly. Of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should get into all of that. Charles, your dog is Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, Count Wolfington, the third Earl of Dogsbury is the full title. <laughs> wow. He's Where'd... old money, old money. Okay, Landed yes. gentry. So you, you, you've an aristocratic dog. Is that, is, where did this all come from? Well, his ancestral home is um, Bromley by Bone. Uh, <laughs> very good okay i know it's terrible yeah, yeah. lovely it's terrible do you want to meet him you would love yes. to meet him yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. charles barkley is the uh, correct me if i'm wrong that's the basketball player no one ever knows that in this country i'm so happy that you know that most people say Charles barkley but Charles barkley is just to oh. play on charles barkley anyway okay the reason i know charles barkley is not because of basketball itself but because of the film space there jam you go. which is about basketball yes that's right ah, there you go there he so here he and here, here he, he is. is yes very aristocratic looking dog he, very sweet he's very been for nice. a walk in the rain so he's a bit ratty yeah. looking today now he's um he's a multi poo is he yes. is that what it is yeah. so, so cross between a Maltese terrier and a poodle just a Maltese yeah a Maltese and a poodle uh, just Maltese yeah. and a poodle right yeah yeah and lovely white coat does he molt then because poodles don't do they no he doesn't shed at all and he doesn't molt no, or anything good. but I do have to shave him especially in the heat I shave him like once a week now 
Oh, do you? Yeah. You actually get your clippers out and do it yourself. It's just so expensive. Oh. Dog haircuts. I don't yeah. know if you're dealing with this. Yeah. It's like 80 yep. quid at the place around the corner from me. So I just bought some clippers and experimented. Yeah. It didn't go well at the first few times. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Of course. But if you can do it yourself, why not? Yeah, yeah. Have you always been a, a dog person, Janine? Yeah, we had we had a golden retriever growing up named Cuddles. Oh. But I never really... That's not a basketball player, is it? Cuddles. No, hockey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I never really knew what it was like to love a dog until I got my own. Oh, you grew up in uh, in New York, aren't you? Yeah, Staten Island. Staten Island. The Florida okay, right. of New York City, right. yeah. Is that a good place to have a dog? It's very green, and we had a big backyard, yeah. so it was it was a good... And oh, we had a good. pool. We had an above-ground pool. Ooh. So my very mom nice. would be in the kitchen with the window open, and she'd think one of the kids had jumped in the pool, and she'd run outside, and it would just be our golden retriever inside the floating Ooh. ring, just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just me. Don't worry about that. Well, what made you decide then that you that you wanted to get your own dog this time round? Honestly, me and my husband were real obsessed with dogs, and I think I'm real creepy about it. I'm like mm. the Harvey Weinstein of the dog park. Like, <laughs> wow. I'm always like, Whoa. bring that tushy over here, baby. You know, and then I watch mm-hmm. them shower, and so it's just been. <laughs> No, I we were too weird without a dog. Yeah. So we needed to get one to explain how much we love dogs. That's really interesting you think that. You you say you were too weird without a dog. So was that that your relationship was so intense it needed another kind of outlet? Do you think that's there's some truth in that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my yeah. relationship with my husband, you mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. No. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think oh. the, pa- the passion had died and we needed <laughs> it needed reinvigorating. It, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And Charles Barkley, I think I met him about three years ago. No, no. no. He's only he's only a year and a half. But I, I think I met your husband. At a, your husband does comedy as well, and I remember meeting him. Do you know what? We gig. babysat for a lot of dogs, so you might have met a dog uh, that we were. Oh. Yeah, we were sort of always on call for our friends who were on holiday. I see. Oh, I yeah, see. And you would take gig. those dogs to a gig. Yeah, 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 yeah. And do you take Charles Barkley to gigs? Sometimes he gets a little weird when he hears our voice amplified. So, so if I'm doing a gig and he can hear it, he just kind of whines at the back. He was in Edinburgh yeah. last year, but it was kind of a nightmare. So, no. Oh, tell us about that because obviously I I did Edinburgh last year as well, and unfortunately we I, I couldn't find a place that would allow us to to have a dog. So Grace's parents had to look after Mildred for the time that Grace would come up and visit. How did you find a place that would accept your it's dog? It's the same place we're staying this year. It's just a very nice family that probably have a dog themselves. But don't you find? Because I know you both have relatively small dogs, right? Yeah. Don't you find that there should be different rules for big dogs and small dogs? Like, if you've got a small dog, doesn't shed a lot, couldn't hurt anybody. My dog's like a Muppet. His teeth are made of felt, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Then they should just allow the dogs... What's the I, it's issue? It's very frustrating. I think so. I totally agree. I think it's a very, very good idea. I'm sure there'll be a lot of big dog owners thinking, no, that's not yes. fair. But we, like when we go to some pubs now, don't let dogs in and restaurants. It, it drives me nuts. But, you know, I mean, our dog is a chihuahua. So she usually just sits on, on my wife's knee. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, what, what's it matter? What's it matter? Yeah, yeah. I'd be in favor of that, I think. I don't know. How do you feel, Sean? Your dog is, a, I suppose, a medium-sized dog. Yeah, Mildred's medium-sized. I think that we take her to... You're already feeling excluded, aren't you? 
the new law. How much does she, yeah. much does she weigh? Oh, God, I've got no oh, idea. Don't, don't ask him any questions. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you see, now you can't call Grace, can you? Now you're in your new office. No, you know, Grace, is, she's popped out. Grace is Sean's partner. And if you ask anything kind of important about the dog... Sean has to Filter refer to Grace. Grace. So, yeah, yes, it, it has but to... Grace has, has popped out. So, no, I don't... <laughs> she, weigh, she weighs as much as, I would say, um, a kind of heavy bag that you would bring on as hand luggage. Okay. Hand luggage. Right. Hand luggage type dog, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that style. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a heavy bag, when you've really all packed it in yeah. to get to get the one bag on the plane, okay. that's how much she weighs. And Janine, does it... So, would Charles be... Do you, do, you, do you abbreviate it, first of all? Yeah, we call him Charlie. No, Charlie, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sometimes we call him Chuck as well. Chuck, yeah. That's a good American yes. abbreviation, yeah. Yeah, good. yeah. So just, would, um, just Charlie, what happens if you're out, you're, you know, gigging comedian and, and so your husband is as well. How do you make that work when you've got a, a little dog to look after? I haven't been touring yet, so I'll uh-huh, be touring right. in the new year. Okay. But, mm-hmm. so that'll be more difficult, I guess. But gigs are fine, aren't they? You just pop out, you're gone for two yeah. hours maximum if you're gigging in London and then you're back home. Yeah, so yes. that's fine. Okay, so you make it work that we way. We did yeah. do... Yeah. We did a sort of mini tour in Switzerland, I think, and we took the dog with us. So he's got a little. Oh. You forgot the country. Yeah, you did I'm the a, you're talking to an American here. You're lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're lucky. Yeah. I'm stringing sentences together. <laughs> yeah, we did a little mini tour in Switzerland, and we took Charlie with us. So he's got his little passport. We drove down. Oh, sweet! Oh, yeah. Wow. Was that since Brexit? Are you still allowed to do that? Is that is kind of an easy thing to do? I was pretty easy. I don't know. I even yeah. forgot my. You know, I've got a residence card. I forgot my residence right. card, and the guy just let me back okay. in the country. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, right. top tip: if anybody's looking to sneak into the country, just drive, and you'll be fine. <laughs> They're way more lax than at the airport. <laughs> so, how? Tell me, I'm interested in this. Tell me how easy it was to get Charles a passport because me and me and Grace want to bring Mildred to Ireland oh. to visit the rest of my family. So. How, how, what was that an ordeal? Well, we registered him in Ireland. So he has, that's what it is. That's why it was so easy. He has a European passport. So my husband is Irish. So my husband was filming something in Ireland. And while he was there, EU, yeah. EU he's got the golden passport. Yeah. Uh, the golden, I got, he's got a, he's got a more useful passport than us. I know, I know. <laughs> I can't even get an Irish passport. Wow. I can't believe that. I know. Because otherwise, it's very expensive. We talked to our vet over here, and I think it's something yeah. like every time you travel, you have to spend, I think it's 150 pounds to get a travel certificate where they check up yeah, the dog yeah. and make sure he doesn't have rabies or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But with this, I think it was 50 pounds once. Done. Yeah. And it's done. One and yeah. done. And I want to take him to Snappy Snaps and get a little picture of him to put in the passport. It doesn't say it's necessary, but it would be adorable. It would be very cute. It? <laughs> oh, lovely to open. To w- imagine you were waiting like outside a photo booth with the curtain shut. Yeah. And then you see the four photos just slip down, and it's a little dog. My dog in a tuxedo. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. So what about walks then? Is Charles Barkley well-trained? Can you let him off the lead? Yeah, he goes off the lead. He's We we didn't really train him. We've got a friend who, it's actually Charlie's best friend, is an Australian mini shepherd, so quite a big dog. And you know, it's a working dog. So their owners, who are good friends of ours, 
trained it to do all this stuff. It goes to agility classes. She goes to agility wow. classes every Sunday. Sorry, the dog? The, the dog. And they were trying to it tell to agility, agility classes. classes. What's that? Hey, tell me about that. I What's think, that? you know, the, those shepherding dogs have so much energy. So they just go to this mm. class. And I think it's a bit like Crufts. They run an agility course and, okay. you know, it helps stimulate their brain and their body. And they were mm. trying to tell wow. us to train the dog the way that they train theirs. But Charlie's just like a guy who lives in our house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he he's not so interested in. Do you get the impression Charlie's thinking, look, you know, it's all very well, but he's a shepherd dog. I, I, that's you. You don't understand what I'm about. I think he just thinks he's a person. Like he's very respectful. Yeah. So okay. if you tell him no, he'll be like, yeah, you're probably right. You know, I probably won't. I won't do that. <laughs> it's probably dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's reasonable. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency Design, Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. Do you imagine that Charlie has a voice? Oh, yeah. Not only do I imagine it, Jack, I mm. do it often. <laughs> okay. My husband's talking oh, to fantastic. the dog. I'll kind of pop around. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not the only one who does this. Do you do yes, it? Jack, yeah, Jack I do does it. this. I do it for Dolly. So how does it work? You speak on his behalf. Yeah. You, you give him a voice, basically. Yeah, so what is the voice? Like Simba from The Lion King. You know, Kid Simba. Ah, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. So can we have <laughs> an example? So my husband will be like, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? And then I'll be like, I am dad. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that's very sweet. I mean, that's the best dog voice we've heard so far. That's very yes. sweet. Yeah, yeah. That was an amazing impression. Yeah, very good impression. You're kind of bolstering your husband and, you know, allowing your dog to have a voice at the same time. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. Does that extend into whole conversations? I mean, because I've I've done that. I, I'm, you, know, you wouldn't be on your own. I mean, it it doesn't ever get political, Jack. But yeah, no, it doesn't. No. <laughs> it does go on probably for too long. Then is cute or reasonable? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, you start to sort of doubt yourself a bit, don't you? I quite often find myself when I take Dolly for a walk on my own. I'll have a conversation with her. This is where it gets worrying. This is where it's kind of... <laughs> I love this so much. Yeah, yeah. It, it, where Chuck's I will, going senile. That's yeah, what's happening. I can see that, that, that people witnessing this might get concerned. <laughs> but I'm basically talking to Dolly and she's talking back. So uh, I'll say something. Oh, it's only simple stuff. Like you say, it's not politics, but it's like, oh, it's, it's nice day, isn't it? And she'll say, yeah, it's pretty nice, actually. And we'll go... Uh, That's a great dog voice. Yeah, so she does that and all the way. That That's how it goes. I have a conversation with her uh, and I love to do that. Yeah. I like, I, I make a point of not taking my phone with me so that we can oh, have a good, good chat. That's really that's good. good. That's very healthy. But that's, that's the point of a dog is to help cover up the sort of neurosis. No, no, the, 
it yeah. to keep you in the present moment, you know. Yeah, it is. It's just yes. completely yeah, exactly. I really like to do that. I mean, I'm always aware that when we're saying this, it's a podcast, and what we really want is people to be listening to the podcast while they're walking their dogs. That's the dream. Yes. But for me personally, I do like to just sort of focus on her when we go for a walk, to the worrying extent that I'll actually have a full-on conversation with her. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a chihuahua. Dolly? She's a chihuahua, so yeah. So how long does she need to be walked for? Oh, long? not long at yeah. all. That's a, that's a whole thing. She she won't walk away from the house. This is the story with her. So you have to yeah. carry her and then put her down. She'll turn around and walk back to the house. <laughs> so that's basically what happens. Jack's got a bag. Okay. He doesn't like to, he doesn't like to disclose this, but he's got a bag that he keeps. It's a, it's not a bag. It's a backpack. You make a sign. A I, don't, I don't put her in a carrier bag. She's a, a proper. <laughs> It's a purpose-made backpack. So it's a man's you know bag. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's a very, very, very masculine thing that Dolly <laughs> likes to sit in. Yeah, yeah. And what's your voice for talking to Charlie? Oh. How does that go? Oh, this is so embarrassing. I mean, I'll do it. Yeah, but... oh, absolutely. Oh, but, but you're amongst friends here. Yes. <laughs> That's what this is. Because I've heard a few episodes and most people's voices are sort of what you would imagine. You know, they're like, yeah. who's your cute baby dog? Who's your cute? <laughs> yes. Mine is like a creature. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Like a little kid creature. I'm trying to think if I can even do it in front of other people. So it would be like... We'll wait. Okay, it would be like... <laughs> first of all... Oh, God, here we go. It would just be like... <laughs> um, I will call you Squish and you will be my Squishy. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, I'm sweating so much. <laughs> Thank you for sharing with us. <laughs> Please don't make that the clip you use on social media. <laughs> of, of course we won't. That didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> that, that's fantastic. Does uh, does your husband do something as well? I mean, He's much does he more have a voice? No, I don't think Is he, he. Yeah, a yeah. little bit, but normal. I think I go way, yeah, far, yeah. way, way across the line. Yeah. Mm. I looked up the uh, multipoo on the internet. It said that they're very hyper dogs, and they have social anxiety. Would this ring true with Charles Barkley? I don't think so. He thinks he's bigger than he is. So when we go to the dog park, he loves okay. to wrestle, and he'll find a big dog and sort of square up to him. So he has energy in that way. That always terrifies me. I'm always, I can never work out whether they're, if they're really, really fighting or playing. Yeah, I just try and look and see, are their tails wagging? Is there a back and forth rather than one dog sort of constantly on the attack? Tails wagging is good. I think so, yeah. Is that what you want? Okay, I mean, I all right. Good, good to know. Yeah. But are your dogs... Spade? Yes, uh, Dolly yes. is. Yeah, 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 she is. So yeah, he's yeah. not neutered. So I think sometimes no. that can be a little dangerous um, when dogs are playing. If there's another unneutered dog, they sort of see each other as a uh, threat. Yes, to the yes. women around. So uh-huh. yeah, sure. so I think that's something you have to be careful for. Was that a decision? Well, he's a father. He's a father of three. Okay. We Ooh. bred him with a friend who had another dog that was very small, and they just okay. made three adorable babies. I don't know. Okay. It feels... It's a cash cow. Oh, we didn't sell them. No, no. We kept one. So my sister-in-law okay. has one. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, do, do they meet up? Do they, you know, they must know each other. Do they yeah, meet they up? Yeah, they do. And... But like at Christmas time when we go back to Ireland. But yeah. I don't think he knows that's his daughter. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. I don't, I, we, and we looked it up and it says that they, they probably don't recognize their own kids. 
Um, but um, it seems. Cruel. I don't believe that. It seems cruel to. I just choose. I no. I I just. I don't believe that. I think it's true. Otherwise, I would say he's got a really inappropriate relationship with his daughter at times. And we have to pull him <laughs> apart. Okay, <laughs> I take that back. I believe yeah, that. Yeah, I yeah, strongly yeah. believe what you just said. Yeah. Yes. But it seems cruel to to chop his nuts off. I, I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think myself. it seems like a a very different procedure. I don't. It always has to be done like that as well, doesn't it? Can they just have a vasectomy? I wish they could, right? Yeah. I think they just I take the whole. They, can, they take the whole shebang. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a shame. And I've heard some dogs. They're they're kind of well. Clearly, they're never the same afterwards, but they're kind of personality-wise, they're altered yeah. from it. And there could be like weight gain and leth- yes, lethargy gain, yeah. and all that. So yeah. we just—he's been okay. We haven't had any problems, and he's so small. We don't have to worry about him. This is it. This is it. So yeah. most female dogs can defend themselves from his moves. Yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the only—the only worry is that he'll—if he'll—if he catches a scent of a dog in heat. That, that he'll be off yeah. looking and you'll you get scared about that. Have you ever lost him? We've, on a walk no, we've or? never lost him, but that's so true. Yeah. So the day that we did yeah. breed him with the with the other dog, we drove up, we pulled up to the house. We weren't sure which house it was. We were looking for the number. But when we opened the car door, he ran straight up the steps to a house. And we were like, I guess this is the house. And we opened the door and boom, <laughs> not even a hello from him. He was just, and have you ever seen, wow. have you ever seen when dogs mate? What happened? Well, I, I no, I, I don't think I've actually witnessed it in real life. I kind of know what happens. Never, to think I don't think you do because I thought I knew no. what happened. But okay, so we've we've the traditional doggy style. I did not know we were we were going Sorry. here. But, you're, you're on. but it, it's as you would imagine, yeah. and, okay. then and then they lock together, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the boy dog who was on top turns around, so they're butt to butt connected. Wow. And you can't separate them for 40 minutes. So that is love. So I thought something had gone horribly wrong and we were trying to pull the dogs apart. And then my husband quickly Googled it and he was like, apparently this is just what happens. You have to leave them like that. I thought only Sting did that. (laughs) It was very tantric. Yeah. (laughs) We were trying for a baby at the time and we tried for a few months to get pregnant. And uh, my husband was just like, maybe that's what we're doing wrong. We gotta do. <laughs> we gotta lock together, face away from yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you knew what you were doing. That you'd found out that that's you know you just got to leave them to it like that. But um, yeah, I, I, I love that that Charlie just bolted straight in and got on with it. <laughs> Do you think he overheard in the car what, what, what the trip was about? And he thought, oh, this sounds great. I'll tell you what, for months afterwards, whenever we got in the car, he was like, oh, are we going to yeah. do what I think we're doing? No, it's just the shops this time. Yeah. yeah. Did you get the sense, I mean, maybe this is this is childish, but did you get the sense that he was uh, kind of a bit pleased with himself afterwards? Massively. Kind of... First of all, I yeah. filmed the whole thing, which... <laughs> That's where I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> but he really liked her because then afterwards he was kind of licking her ear, like giving her little kisses. Oh, and then okay. he pranced around the house, p- everywhere, literally <gasps> marking yes. his territory. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, is that yeah. what they. I guess so. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought that was just me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is my house now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's incredible. So the other two puppies, where did they go? They're with 
their mother's family. Ah, yeah, yeah. they must have been adorable. We attempted to keep one. I really wanted to, but I think yeah. my husband thinks two too dogs is too much. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I believe that though they'll have a little companion. So when you leave them, you can probably leave them a little yeah. longer. Maybe they're not so lonely or bored. Yeah, that was my thinking. It's nice having two dogs. It's probably easier to get them both at the same time. Mm. To introduce one to another's life is uh, is I've done that and uh. it worked out. But it, I don't know what is easier. But I agree. It, there's something very charming seeing the way they interact, especially if they get on well. Yeah, it's very yeah. very sweet. Although I've heard that um, potty training is easier if you already have a dog who knows how to go ah. to the yard and stuff because they sort of learn from the older yeah. one yeah sure 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 sure, sure yeah yeah sure. yeah is charles in the house is he allowed on the furniture i get the impression he probably he's is. allowed everywhere i've yeah. nearly taken him in the bath with me to my husband's threats of divorce but <laughs> no he's allowed everywhere he's my my furborn son yeah what does he like to to kind of do around the house what's his general day i mean i've got a couple of you know, I like to go and get Mildred a couple of kind of big chewy toys from the big Tesco, <laughs> and that she'll she'll be over the moon with that. She'll be on the, on the bed with that, under the bed with that. But what does Barkley get up to? He likes to defend the house from too bright of stars at the nighttime. He'll run outside and just bark at the sky if there's a plane. <laughs> We have an ivy that grows over our fence and he'll get really uh-huh. upset at that and try and rip the leaves off because he doesn't trust it. Okay. Likes a bit of gardening. <laughs> yeah, he totally does a bit of gardening, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, cool, cool. He's he's pretty chill. He sleeps a lot and uh, loves going outside and loves yeah. other dogs. I've never met a dog uh, that, that oh, loved other dogs okay. as much Big as dog's Charlie. Dog. Oh, yeah. That's so nice. Yeah, and he's good with them as he's, you know, just likes to play and mess around. Yeah, he's really good. And if it's a puppy, he's very gentle. And if it's a big dog, he thinks he's a big dog. So he tries and wrestles them as hard as he can and then realizes. And then he he sort of trots off like when he realizes he's not going to win the fight. He's just like, I didn't even actually want to fight. I was just, I was smelling this (laughs) blade of grass. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. You've got a baby of your own on the way. So um, I'll tell you what, I'm very worried that because I love this dog so much. I'm worried that I won't love my child as much as I love most strangers dogs. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but, you know, it's fair to say you're committed now, aren't you? So how do you think Charlie's going to cope? Do you think he's going to be sad that he's not the, the center of your attention or or will he remain the center of your attention? I can't imagine. Well, we have this idea for we're, we want to send out a Christmas card. So the baby's due in September. So we want to do, it's very American. We want to send out a family yeah. picture Christmas card, but we're going to have myself <laughs> dressed as Mary. <laughs> My husband dressed as Joseph. We'll have Charlie yes. in the bassinet as baby Jesus. And then we'll just have yes. the baby dressed as like a sheep or something on the floor. <laughs> and I think yeah. every year we'll try and do a Christmas card where Charlie is the center of attention and our child is yeah. also there. <laughs> yeah, that would be quite sweet. Yeah, I think it'll work out. I think you'll I think you'll realize it kind of uh, human nature has a way of, of balancing these things out, I hope. Ugh, we'll see. Has Charlie become more protective of you, have you noticed, since you've been pregnant? Because that's something we had with Mildred. Yeah, hugely. He, yes. He'll follow me around the house. He's by my feet now. He'll follow me around the house. He He's always laying right by my stomach. Yeah. Oh. I think he thinks it's his baby. <laughs> yeah i think he's like we had that bath together maybe that's my mm. baby yeah, that's how it works. so um a question that we 
always end up asking uh, this question is, uh, do you let Charlie kiss you on the lips? So I would if I hadn't read, I read Catherine Ryan's book and in it she said she got a really bad stomach virus from kissing Uh, her dog on the mouth. And because I'm pregnant, you know, I'm avoiding so many things. So I haven't been letting him, but I think as soon as this baby's out, we'll just, me and this dog will just be making out again. (laughs) (laughs) Good to hear it. (laughs) Not intentionally, but he, he just like, I don't know why they like licking your mouth. It's so weird. Yeah. They just, I think, I guess that's where all the interesting smells Smells. are coming from as far as they're concerned. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a delicate subject. And thank you for your candor. (laughs) I'll tell you what, he really wants to lick my belly button. Oh really? He's always and I'm not I'm not I'm very against that. He's always trying to get that sweet belly bee, but it's weird. Oh, right. oh, okay. Yeah, no, that is yeah, that feels a bit too it's too much too weird. Yeah. Getting, yeah, it's too much. Maybe he thinks that's where the baby's gonna come yeah. out of. He's gonna yeah, What is that I'm not where thinking. the baby comes out of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so that's what he thinks, you know. Yeah, exactly. So that's what gonna, I thought. Mm. Just get this thing open. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What what an incredible uh, relationship you have. Yes. Oh, he's the best. It sounds very intense. <laughs> very loving and it sounds yeah. like you're going to have a, a wonderful time as a four thank you so much for joining thank you us for Janine. Me. brilliant to meet janine and hear all about uh, charles barkley the player yeah yeah <laughs> think of all our guests she is the most smitten yes and she also has the dog that i'll be keeping mildred the most away from <laughs> <laughs> yes, because yeah, <laughs> it's so nice. I'm always I'm always um, amazed when guests come on to the podcast because there's a you know like like when you do anything you don't know what this is about necessarily or what's going to happen and uh, but if you if you get to sort of prize them open a bit and how forthcoming they eventually are and they let you into that very private world that they have with their dog it's revealing but it's also uh, it's a nice experience isn't it yes it's lovely and what you got the sense of with Janine is that that playfulness one of the the elements of magic that a dog brings to the a family is that playfulness between the couples and the voices yeah yeah you know the voices they're doing for the dog and and it kind of brings the child out of a lot of people not everyone not everyone some people have a different relationship but certainly with Janine and her partner Andrew that's that's part of the kind of role play there yeah it was uh, it was really lovely to hear and also we've we've not touched on the subject of uh, of dogs mating before Amazingly, I think we should pat ourselves on the back for not getting there so so quickly. You know, it was pretty good. Yes. Um, but uh, it, I didn't know that about that back. No, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. And I've. Um, but anyway, she's filmed the whole thing, so uh, you <laughs> yes. know, you don't get keener than that, do you? No, I'm not sure how Charles Barkley felt about that. <laughs> I don't think Charles Barkley was bothered at all. I think he just thought this is the best day of my life. You will never have a problem getting me in the car ever again. <laughs> if this is what happens. <laughs> oh, oh that, well, that, that was lovely. Wasn't it good? And um, lovely catching up with Dolly as well, Jack. Yes. To everyone else, thanks for listening. To Oh My Dog, again, we appreciate it. Every week we get all these insights from our guests. We hope you're enjoying getting to know a different side of them through their relationships with their dogs. Yeah, and uh, and please don't forget to get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com and find us on Instagram at omdpod. So uh, give us a shout there as well. 
Yes, we'd love to hear your voice notes. And uh, remember, a dog is for life, not just for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>